Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports, the king of sports books. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options. You can go in-game with the betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that status sheet ID. You're ready to go. you got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, it's a wonderful day here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the sports betting network, as week zero is upon us. College football is officially back, baby. What, close to eight months since Georgia won a national championship? Of course, he's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Michael, one thing I will say as you head to the Beau Rivage and hang out with Jick Jack, I, I think you're going to have a hard time selling Millie on frog legs. I don't think Millie's going to be <laughs> all that interested in eating legs from frogs. I would probably agree with that. I'm not going to be either, but, you know, I'm going to go down there. I'll be have an open mind. There's no doubt. But you can get me to eat some barbecue now. There's no doubt, you know. The one thing we're going to efforting Jordan Schultz, who does a great job covering the NFL, the NBA, a multitude of sports. As we do, I will ask you, we got the answer for now in Seattle. Geno Smith, Pete Carroll said he earned the job. We know Baker Mayfield's going to be starting down in Carolina. That leaves essentially one job that if you want to call it open, Trubisky, Pickett, Pittsburgh, what do you got? I, I, I get the sense it's going to be Trubisky. He's starting today, but, you know, Mike Tomlin didn't close the door. I think a lot of it's going to depend on Palm Pickett and where he thinks this team is right now. I mean, Mike Tomlin's looking at this as once you go to Pickett, here's the problem what I think fans don't understand is once you go to Pickett, now you're kind of committed to Pickett because you don't want to bench him as a rookie, right? You don't want to pull him out right. and say and make him lose his confidence. You'd rather start Trubisky and then gradually go with him so he can build some confidence as he goes forward. And they kind of know what their team is and what their team can do effectively. I think teams are still trying to learn who they are. I mean, last night, watching the Raiders play the Patriots, the Patriots trying to run the outside zone play, right? The Patriots haven't been very good at the outside zone all year. And so are they an outside zone team as they come back to Foxborough and analyze what they're doing? I would say probably not. They're a better, more physical point of attack team driving the ball off. Teams are still trying to figure out who they are. And part of that is what plays to the quarterback. And I think that's really what has to happen. 
Seven and a half on the number at BetMGM on the Steelers. Do you adjust that number if it's Trubisky or Pickett, or do you stick with it? And by the way, just to mention, you have been on the over with the Steelers this year. I, I don't adjust it because I feel like that number is going to – the way Tomlin is going to approach the season is is he's going to have to manage the quarterback. It's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day. And we all have this notion that there's 30 quarterbacks you don't have to manage in the league. Everyone. There's only two or three you don't have to manage. Everyone has to be managed in a systematic profile to where they complement offense, defense, and the kicking game. It's how do we win the game. It's not how many yards do we pass for. And so I, I think that's what Mike will do. And I, I think ultimately, as you look at that, I think that's the way they're going to play it. I don't think it's going to change the number. He's going to manage the quarterback, whether it's Pickett or whether it's Trubisky. His concern with going with Pickett is, can we do enough? Can we change the play at the line? This is what the missing ingredients. We grade production as fans. You know, he completed that pass. He looked good doing that. What, what the missing link is, what we don't see is, did he get us in the right play? Did he make the right call? Does he understand what everybody's doing on the play? Are we throwing to the right place? Like Mac Jones last night, even though they didn't play well, he was very good. I watched the tape this morning. He was very good. I mean, he was quick-minded. He threw an interception as he tried to move around. He was very good. They, They need to play to his level. Now, he scrambles out of the pocket one time, and he creates a sack because he left the pocket instead of stepping up. But his mind was very good. He was playing fast. And it's not always the production of the quarterback. It's more about how does he play and how are we managing him. What's specific about Pittsburgh, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, is Trubisky's not the incumbent, Michael. So it's level, right? And Trubisky's a one-read quarterback anyway. It's not like you're worrying about him adjusting too much at the line. So let me ask you this question. Pickett or Trubisky, if somebody were to come to you, if Tomlin said, I want your counsel on this, what would Michael Lombardi do? Well, I'd like to watch practice before I gave him counsel and see it. But my sense would be, look, I know where we're going with Trubisky. It's, going, it's not going to be what we want at the end of the day. However, that being said, I think we should grow with Pickett. Now, the problem is, what strength do we have when we put Pickett under center? Can we rely on the Najee Harris to run the ball? Can we get the ball to Pickens? Can we get the ball to our receivers? Can we get the ball to John? You know, all the guys we have here. That can we make enough plays? And my answer is, yeah, I think he'll protect the football. I think he'll grow in the job. Remember, they won a Super Bowl with Ben playing quarterback as a rookie. Now, they were a completely different team. They were so much better defensively than they are today. But I would probably lean towards getting on with the future as quick as I can, as long as I felt like Pickett could handle things at the line of scrimmage. Okay, let's ask NFL insider Jordan Schultz. We've got a few minutes with Jordan, of course, at Schultz underscore report on Twitter. Host a pull-up pod with CJ McCollum, which is tremendous. We say good morning to Jordan. Thank you for joining us. And I was uh, taking a look at your Twitter earlier, and you do have something about this very, uh, this very situation. My understanding of the Steelers quarterback situation, you say, Jordan, Kenny Pickett is exactly who they thought he was. It's still Mitch Trubisky, but it's close. You want to elaborate on your thoughts there with the Pittsburgh quarterback? Yeah, I just want to make sure my shot's okay. I got to so hopefully. You uh, look great. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, you know, I actually I talked to Pittsburgh the last couple of games before they're at it, but it's what my terms of. Let's go ahead and pull Jordan down for a second. We'll get him a connection. Yeah, of course, well, that's the way. The that's the way yeah. it works. That's the way it works in 2022. We still haven't figured out the phone connection thing, which is wild. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he, he just to clarify, he says 
His capacity, talking about Pickett, to handle pressure is very advanced. Mitch Trubisky, however, was signed with internal hope he'd start. It's still Mitch Trubisky, but it's close. That's Jordan's thoughts as far as the quarterback situation there with the Steelers. And I would echo, look, it looks to the it looks close. And and if it's close, you gotta go with Pickett. If it's close, you gotta go with Pickett. And as long as you don't feel like you're gonna take a you, you do you think you're gonna pull him? You know, are we going to pull Pickett? Are we going to do that? I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think Pickett. The more reps Pickett gets, I think the better off he will be. Okay. And by the way, you mentioned the Raiders and Patriots matchup yesterday. Let's just go ahead and take a look. You saw. You continue to see. How about Buffalo? We asked, did they throw the kitchen sink in week two of the preseason? They very much did. They didn't score yesterday. They got blanked by Carolina, twenty-one nothing. You had. You went three and one to the unders. Chargers, New Orleans under, New England, Vegas under. You and I called that one. The only over was Seattle yeah. and Dallas, where you had backups. Shocking. You had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was shocking. But you had players vying for position at quarterback there, of course. So, Michael, that is the trend here in week three so far, the unders in the preseason. The unders, and let's get the game over. Let's get the game over. Let's get as quickly as we can. Let's kind of move on to the next game and get this, get into who are we going to cut, who are we going to sign, who are we going to trade, all those things. Get the regular seat. We kind of know what's going on. The Panthers, uh, you know, Bayfield starts against the Bills backup. They struggled a little bit with their pad level, trying to block them early in the game. They kind of got going. I thought Mayfield played pretty good. I thought he made some really good throws. And they moved the ball effectively. And then Darnold came in and he, ha- he got an ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain, which will pre- keep him out for a little while and but Mayfield was going to be the starter the Bills didn't want to play their guys so that kind of takes them out of it and look the Cowboys uh, you know I mean the Cowboys got to play around but Sam Williams the defensive tackle was pretty good in the in the tape that I saw a little bit this morning so we'll see how they go as they move forward but I think the question mark at left tackle is still going to be there for the Cowboys I think that's going to be the biggest concern as you go forward and I don't really care about what happened in this game I think their their backup quarterback situation has got to be a little bit challenging Okay, here's what we're going to do. We just have three minutes left in this break. If Jordan wants to join us in the last break, because we got Thomas Gable and others coming up, we can bring Jordan on for a few minutes, and then we'll run the board with Michael Lombardi to end the Lombardi line here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We appreciate everybody back in the studio efforting for Jordan and Jordan's patience as well. So, well put. And, you know, it's interesting. You and I have been having some fun with the Cowboys. If there's a team... Vibes are tremendous around the lines right now. The opposite would be the Cowboys, Michael, even in the market right now. I mean, you're losing. You've completely lost value on betting the Eagles in division. I mean, the Eagles are just everybody's yeah. choice at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, the Cowboys, there's question marks about the Cowboys. There are question marks at receiver. There's question marks in the offensive line. There's question marks in their secondary. Look, I think Trayvon Diggs is a great player. It takes a lot of chances. I, I think when you talk to people in the league, you know, do you feel like, oh, my gosh, can he be the guy? You know, I mean, do we stay away from Yeah, he's a great playmaker, but he also gives up a few plays. So there's a lot of question marks there. Uh, Anthony Brown, the other corner. I mean, we saw the Raiders go after him in that Thanksgiving Day game and make a living out of that. So I think, look, that they can rush the passer. They're going to be tough. Parsons is great. You know, they can do some different things. That This Williams kid gives them another rusher to go along with Dante Fowler and to go along with Lawrence. They can be, you know, exceptional up front, but that remains to be seen. But this Cowboy team, to me, I think they're going to play, if you're fantasy tip here, number one, I would draft Pollard relatively early because I don't think he's going to play running back. I think he's going to play both. 
I think Pollard will play slot receiver and running back. I don't think there'll be a game, a play or a formation where Pollard's not on the field. I think they have to put Pollard on the field. I think Zeke will play, and I think Pollard will play at the same time. I think that's their best comp. Put him in the slot. Let him be a slot receiver. And then all of a sudden with C.D. Lamb and when they get Gallup back, now they look pretty good. You know, it's interesting. Another team in that division with Antonio Gibson and the Commanders, they're going to use him in the slot because, remember, they drafted Robinson from Alabama, who's a true running back. Gibson was a wide receiver coming out of college. So kind of similar to what you're talking about, getting the athlete on the field there, Michael. You have to, you know, and, and that creates a matchup. See, when, when, when fans don't understand it, when Kyle Pitts comes on the field, no one other than the media calls him a tight end. Every defensive coordinator calls him a receiver. Just put, he's a receiver. Now, he's a really good player, but he's a receiver. He doesn't change the game. He doesn't change the matchups. These guys, they do. Are we in, are we in nickel? We've got to stay at base? How are we going to handle this? How's your pad level so far an hour and 11 minutes into the show? That's my I feel pretty good you. about it today. I, I really I think, do. I, think so. I feel good about I think, it. I think we're getting off the ball. Get that second. The key is to get the second step on the ground, Patrick. It's Jordan always the Schultz. second step, not the first. <laughs> Got him connected. He's next here on the Lombardi line. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the VSEN Pro Football Betting Guide is out. This year's guide is packed. It's the best one. I've been here four years. This is our best guide. It really is tremendous. Super Bowl and playoff predictions, a season win total, best bets, of course. You've got a bookmaker taking a look at the futures plays. Remember, the only way to get the college football betting guide, which you should grab for week zero, and the Pro Football Betting Guide, plus point spread weekly, plus exclusive Michael Lombardi's articles all the way through the Super Bowl, is to become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. It takes a minute. Get over there, VEASAN.com right now, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. $175 takes you through the Super Bowl. That's 50% off. You got to invest. As Michael always says, you have to invest a little money to make some money. So make sure you check it out. The Pro Football Betting Guide is out. 
And as I mentioned to you, as we come back here, Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. As I mentioned to you, I won't say who you took on the over and who you took on the under, but you did participate in the Pro Football Betting Guide, and I bet your two bets yesterday. So thank you for that, Michael. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate that. I appreciate you following <laughs> my advice. I mean, I gave that research. I just didn't wing that. I kind of looked through it, and, you know, and... I, I think the one thing in betting that we have to do is if you start from a position of no and work your way to yes, but not allowing outside influences to get you there, I think that's the purest way. It's like evaluating talent. You know, I don't like this player, and all of a sudden he forces me to like him because of his play. Then I think you've got a good player. Okay, technology has settled in. Jordan Schultz joins us here on the Lombardi line at Schultz underscore report. Does a great job. NFL insider pull up pod with CJ McCollum. We appreciate your patience, uh, patience, Jordan, as we welcome you back. So you're saying Trubisky and Pickett, it's tight. Who do you think yeah. ultimately starts week one there in Pittsburgh? I think it's going to be Mitch, but I'm with Michael in that I think if it's close as it is, it should be Kenny. And when I talked to Pittsburgh, you know, what, what I gathered was when they signed Mitch, they, they basically thought that, you know, he was a legit uh, – he had a legit chance to, to become their starter. Uh, he turns 29 this week. Uh, he still has a lot of football in him. You know, he was someone that only had 11 starts to North Carolina, obviously had some success in Chicago, and then things really unraveled with Matt Nagy and obviously barely played at all last year in, in Buffalo. So I think they view him as someone that's still learning the position, but because of his legs and athleticism – um, it's going to open up their offense a lot uh, in terms of what they can do. Obviously, last couple of years they really couldn't do anything uh, in terms of uh, not having an athletic quarterback. And I, I look at Kenny Pickett, and what's, what's been most impressive for me about him, especially in, in talking to people around the league, is that he's done a really good job under pressure. Nothing's too big for him, and obviously he is playing against some backups, but you're just seeing that he really is – well, I would say he's probably the most pro-ready out of all the rookie quarterbacks, uh, obviously the only first-round pick. And when they took him at 20, um, they had hoped that, but you never really know until you're around the guy every day. And, and I, I'm sure that being in the same building and in the same facility, there's some comfort there, but he has blown them away in terms of his uh, ability to prepare, ability under pressure, capacity to move around the pocket, move the pocket. So. Uh, I'm with you, Michael, that I think it should be Kenny Pickett, but I do think it's going to be Trubisky based on what I said. You know, only because you're afraid that if the kid gets off to a bad start, you know, and he loses his confidence, you might have to go back. But, Jordan, I want to ask you, you're, you're wired into Pittsburgh. What's the sense you get of how they feel about their overall team? You know, Mike Tomlin's never had a below 500 season as a head coach. Based on the criteria that I've written about in my next book, he's a Hall of Fame coach as it is right now. I mean, how do they feel about this team moving forward? Well, they love, they absolutely love their defensive line. Um, I think they're, they've, they've done a really good job there, and obviously T.J. Watts, the, the headliner. Um, I think the young receivers, not only George Pickens, but they have high hopes for Claypool this year. They really, really like the kid Calvin Austin out of Memphis, uh, you know, 5'9", jitterbug kind of player, gadgety guy. He's been hurt, but... Uh, he's he's close to coming back, so they're really excited about him. And then another guy that I don't know if he's under the radar. Maybe that's not fair, but Pat Fryermuth, the, the second-year tight end out of Penn State, you know, he had a very solid rookie year, and I think they believe that he is a legit Pro Bowl guy over the next decade. He's athletic. He can block. He can seam route. He does everything that you'd want from a tight end. So 
I think when you look at defensive line, obviously excited about the young quarterback, receivers, and clearly the tight end. You know, they're they're, they're excited. Uh, I think they're they're optimistic. Obviously, a brand new GM in Omar Khan, but someone who's basically been there for two decades. So they're optimistic. Jordan Schultz joining us here on the Lombardi Line. About ten hours, you repeat, you retweeted at Schultz underscore report. It's Geno Smith time. Are you excited? Is it really Geno Smith time, Jordan Schultz? What do you think happens with Jimmy? G? What do you think happens with Jimmy G here? With Garoppolo, Garoppolo, there's there's so much to unpack there. First of all, I'm I'm curious. Is Michael, maybe you could assess this better than me, but was Drew Locke ever an elite prospect, even when he was a second-round pick out of Missouri? I mean, is that was he ever? I think he was an. I think he was a tease. He's one of those guys, Jordan, that teased you. He had arm. Yeah. He had, you know, he was a highly. Athletic. You know, here's what happens: highly recruited kid, five star. Missouri got one of the top recruited quarterbacks in the country, and and all of a sudden people forget about it. It's like I've been saying all along: if Davis Mills was picked in the top 15 players of the draft, everybody would be talking about him being the next really good player. But pedigree mm-hmm. goes into this, and when you get labeled a five star. Early in your uh, and you play, it that stays with you a long time. I think that helped him in the draft. Wow, yeah, yeah. I, I, the reason I bring it up is because I know that Seattle liked him coming out of the draft, um, clearly. And in terms of Geno, there it was always his job to lose, right? I mean, he he's been there. He knows the offense. There's clearly a comfort level with with Pete Carroll. Um, and I think I, I'm not surprised at all that he he was named the starter, but. You have to wonder about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I don't. I think Michael, you mentioned this too, but San Francisco. The last thing they want to do is for Jimmy Garoppolo to go to Seattle and then they play him week two. They they, they just don't want to deal with that. And what I can tell you is that the Niners have been trying to find this balance between holding on to him long enough where they can maybe get value for him at some point during the season when that team needs a quarterback. Or do we just release him before Tuesday because his his salary is fully guaranteed in the twenty five twenty million dollars? So uh, it's a tough balance for them. I know that they that they do not want him in Seattle though. There's no question about that. And so I would be very surprised with that in mind if he ended up a Seahawk. Uh, let me ask you this, Jordan. You know Kyle. I mean, do you think Kyle walks into his office and says we should play <laughs> Jimmy this year? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't because. Kyle is um, – they already know what they have with Jimmy. They don't know what they have in Trey Lance. They traded up – a mortgage a tremendous amount of assets to move up and get Trey Lance inside the top three. Kyle, because he is, he is a great mind, and I think his confidence level is ultimately very high, he wants to believe that he can turn Trey Lance into the next great quarterback, and especially given what they gave up for him. So – no, I don't think we're there. I, I can tell you that there are some guys in the locker room that, that believe that Jimmy would be their best bet this year, but they're all in on Trey Lance, and you're going to see him run the ball a lot. They're gonna, it's going to be a much different offense, um, not only because of him, but because Mike McDaniel's not there. And they're going to have to see you know, who's, who's going to be in Kyle's, air, or in Kyle's ear. But ultimately, he's going to scheme everything up. And I'm curious what you think, Michael, but I, I like Trey Lance, and I, I know there's not a huge sample size there, but I, I'm, I like his talent. I think he's just so raw, and I think you just hit the nail on the head. And us as a betting network, uh, I think you, Jordan, you just really untapped something. I think the offense that we're going to see him run is going to be the single-wing offense. 
I think Kyle's going to run him more than ever before. And I think that ground, and he's going to limit how much he really has to throw the ball. And I think that's going to make him look a little, that's the only chance he has really to make this work this year. Because if he goes up to the line and he thinks that he's going to go check with me with Trey Lance, hey, we're going to run this or that, that is not going to happen. But I, I think you uncovered it. I think that you broke the code. I, I think George. I think that Lance is going to be a single wing player in this offense, and the offense is going to look completely different than what we saw on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Well, they. I mean, they they have really high expectations for Ayuk, who had a great second half. They love the kid Danny Gray, the rookie out of SMU, who's like a legit four three guy. Obviously, Debo's there. Elijah Mitchell's there. I don't know if Trey Sermon's going to make the team, but they drafted Ty Davis-Price out of LSU. Uh, Wilson's there. So, obviously, the offensive line, they have a lot, uh, a lot of weapons. I don't know how they're going to use them, but that's fascinating. So, if they go single wing, uh, very basic, and a lot of running, that, that would be, man, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Well, isn't it no, the formula, I think Michael, they used with RG3 in Washington? Isn't that what Kyle did I with RG3? I think so, yeah. No doubt, and I think Kyle's watched enough Buffalo tape of Josh Allen to say, hey, this works. This really could work. You know, and, and, yeah. and Kyle Kyle understands he can't just run the offense that he's run with with all the other players that he's had at the line of scrimmage with this kid. He's just not ready for it. Schultz underscore yeah, report. Fair. Jordan, that's thank fair. you. Thank you for your patience, oh, man. Great information. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thank Be you, good. Jordan. Enjoy okay. it. Jordan Schultz does a great job. Schultz underscore report. I think he – look, we saw this. Year one, RG3, before he wanted to be a pocket passer, the Shanahan's completely molded an offense around him, right? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, you just can't – you got to be adaptable. And, I, and one thing Kyle is, he's smart and he's adaptable. Malleability, I believe it's called. We're, we, you and I are malleable. We just handled Jordan yeah. flawlessly coming into the segment. All right, we're coming back with our buddy Thomas Gable from the Borgata next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets, risk-free tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM Points into MGM Reward Points that you can use towards dining shows, hotel rooms. It's a great loyalty program. It's the best in the business over at BetMGM. It's like your credit card. Every time you make a bet, you're going to get points and accrue them. Got to be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We go coast to coast and then back to the coast over in Jersey and bring in our partner, Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. And as you know, as we say hi and good morning to TG, as you know, before we get to week zero in college football, Michael, Thomas at the track has been red hot and Has we've got he? the Traverse Stakes at Saratoga today. Did you did you see yesterday, Thomas, that Bill Parcells won a stakes race at Saratoga? Yeah, I did see that. I did. And so, you've been uh, you've been yeah, you've been white hot, my man. Would you like to take a bow on all these horse racing winners you've been giving me? No, that's okay. I'll I'll pass on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, no, it's a big day. Big uh, certainly a big day there at Saratoga for the Travers, and uh, we're uh, uh, we got a. We're going to be standing room only in here today, I'm sure, for uh, for the Travers. So it'll be good. 
Oh, really? It's a well, big big crowd there, huh, yeah. Thomas? We got a, a lot of people there for the Saratoga races, huh? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, with uh, with it going on, I mean, we're uh, we we're on a waiting list today for seats in here, and uh, you know, between week zero of college football and and that, and of course, uh, you still have some some preseason games going on for the NFL and baseball. It's it's going to be a very busy day in here. Good for you. Well, let's talk. Yeah, that is awesome. Let's talk week zero there at the Borgata. I mean, expectations. First off, I would imagine you've got a big handle going right now in building for Northwestern and Nebraska, no? Yeah, we do. Uh, actually, the the Vanderbilt-Hawaii game has the most money on it right now, which, wow. um, you know, it's, it's amazing because, uh, you know, everybody's going to be chasing that uh, late at night as well. So, uh, but uh, Nebraska-Northwestern, uh, in terms of tickets written, that's uh, certainly the game with the most tickets written. And, um, you know, the early lines on this game were around nine, and that has risen substantially. Uh, we didn't open this game as early as others, so we opened at 12 and a half, and that's where it's currently sitting right now, Nebraska Lane, 12 and a half. Um, we, we know about Nebraska's season last year and them losing nine games by single digits. So now they enter this season with a new starting quarterback, a new coordinator on offense, and new additions from the transfer portal, many new additions from the transfer portal, including their new quarterback there, Casey Thompson, uh, who arrived from the Texas Longhorns. 21-9 to touchdown-interception ratio last year. He also passed for 2,100 yards. Nebraska is also returning their leading rusher, Ramir Johnson, who averaged 4.4 yards per carry last season. Northwestern, they come in here off a disastrous 2021 season, and there's no doubt in my mind that Nebraska has a big speed advantage. Northwestern will look to run the ball, keep the clock moving. It's still a lot of points to be laying in a season opener here, but I think you know we have pretty balanced action that we're seeing on this game. So. Um, right now, the line sitting 12 and a half. Uh, Nebraska laying that total 51 and a half. The total has been actually being hit to the over. We opened at 50 and a half, uh, now up to 51 and a half. So we have seen some action to the over. I mean, that kicked sense. off. Literally Didn't it just kicked every... off, Patrick. Didn't that just kick off? Wasn't it going to kick at 11:30 our time? 9.30. By the way, guys, everybody, literally everybody's on Nebraska in the over, so that scares me. You may want to go to Northwestern and the under. You mentioned Vandy and Hawaii, the most heavily bet game there at the Borgata. Which way are the betters betting? Yeah, so this is this was an interesting game. We, we've seen uh, a lot of line movement in this as well. Uh, so right now, the uh, the line sitting Vanderbilt weighing nine and a half so not much confidence around this rebuilding Hawaii program under their former quarterback uh, Timmy Chang they're only returning six starters from last year and you've seen a big line move here towards Vanderbilt and now the Commodores they were only two and ten last season uh, with their two wins coming against Colorado State and UConn they they, they do have fourteen starters uh, coming back including their quarterback Mike Wright. Uh, my personal belief is this line has moved too far. This is still a long road trip for Vandy. Hawaii was 4-0 last season as a home dog. And it's just hmm. kind of perplexing to me that the first resistance we found was at 9.5. I mean, we, we, we got there. We finally found some resistance. But this line has, has moved up substantially. And for us to find any resistance, it was that we found it at 9.5. So, um, 
we we were finally able to get there. And uh, I don't know if this touches ten because uh, nine and a half seems to be right where we're we're now kind of at a sweet spot. But uh, it's I, I think personally I, I make this game uh, a lot closer to uh, to three points than I do nine and a half. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Vandy love is, I know Hawaii is going through a little transition, but, you know, we we typically talk about the trip to Hawaii as a vacation, and, and it, they often catch people off guard. And, and what has Vandy done? I mean, Clark Lee, second year there, I understand from Notre Dame, defensive coordinator, but what's he going to be able to do with this team? The talent level at Vandy has not been very good, not that Hawaii is, but I, I don't understand the love for Vandy right now. I would agree. Well, I think you saw. I, yeah, I mean, I think you saw a lot of uh, a lot of folks get down when um, the line was six and a half, seven. Uh, I think there was, um, we'll just say, a, a service that uh, gives out picks, and they gave it out. I think it's six and a half. So a lot of it got hit there, and um, it, it just continued to rise from there. People just continued to bet Vandy. If you're going to back Illinois today hosting Wyoming, have you lost it? Of course, you're not going to get the best of it because I got Illinois opening 10, bet all the way up to 14. But again, we talked about yep. the turnover with this Wyoming team, Thomas Gable. If Wyoming gets behind in the game, they're going to have a hard time catching up because they can't chuck it. Uh, correct. And uh, you got Illinois at 10, did you say? I got an opener of 10. Where'd you open? Oh, okay. I thought you got down at Illinois playing time. Saying, well, you got a good number there. But, uh, <laughs> <Thank> uh, <you. laughs> we opened at 11. Um, yeah, so it, it's moved uh, and it's continued to move. Uh, even uh, as of uh, yesterday, yesterday we're at 13. Now it's at 14 today. So uh, we are seeing a lot of money come in on Illinois on this one. This game's sort of lopsided at the moment uh, when you're looking at the board. But uh, the case you just made, that's exactly what I think people are, are thinking. How's Wyoming? If Wyoming gets down big, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to come back in this. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard for Wyoming. And look, you know, the one thing about the, the Illinois, they want, to, they want to take this clock to – they want to have the ball 35 minutes with their run game. I mean, they're going to play the Wisconsin formula that worked for Brett when he was up there. I, I think it's going to be challenging for them to really maintain it. Wyoming and the heat, humidity. I think if this game was in, in Wyoming with the altitude – I think it would be a tighter game. I actually do. We've seen the number. We, we move also. To... Yeah, go ahead. Go guys. ahead, Patrick. No, I was oh, just going to say we have seen a, a move there towards the under uh, on that game as well. We opened at forty-five and a half. It's now down to forty-three, which uh, certainly lends itself to what Michael was just talking about in terms of yep. Wyoming's game plan. Both teams are just going to run the football. I totally agree with both yep. of you. Quickly on uh, Connecticut and Utah State, we've seen the money go towards Connecticut or the number go towards Connecticut. An interesting yep. spot for Utah State, who won the Mountain West, because look ahead next week, it is Alabama for them. Yeah, it is an interesting spot uh, for Utah State. And uh, as you said, we've seen both the line and the money go towards Connecticut here Um we are. We're probably going to need Utah State to cover this huge number. Twenty-five and a half is where it currently sits. Uh, did open at twenty-seven, uh, but uh, we continue to take some uh, Connecticut money there. So now down to twenty-five and a half. Uh, total has pretty much stayed steady, right around fifty-nine and a half, sixty points in this one. So, uh, but it, it's an interesting spot for Utah State to find themselves uh, with a big uh, game on tap for next week. Okay, TG, and finally, you're going to go Cyberknife out of the one hole, the Brad Cox trained yeah. gun runner son in the Traverse Stakes. You're going to go Cyberknife? 
Yeah, I'm going to go cyber knife. I, I believe to win, and uh, Epicenter is going to be. Um, I mean, it's definitely going to go off the favorite, but uh, I don't think I'm going to play Epicenter. I'll use the Epicenter and some exotics and Zandon as well. Michael, you can bet your boy Rich Strike. He's on the board at ten to one in the Traverse Stakes today, the Kentucky uh, Derby winner. Oh, great! I always like to <laughs> bet luck. Rich Strike. I like Rich Strike. <laughs> he likes Thanks, Pat. Thanks Thomas. Strike. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, TG. Appreciate appreciate you. Have a good day at the Borgata, and welcome back, college Thanks, football, there at the casino. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, Thomas Gable, race and sports book director there at the Borgata. Yeah, Rich Strike is running. He is he is currently on the board at ten to one. So there's one, two, three, and only two horses with longer odds than the Kentucky Derby winner. It was a great story when it happened. That's one thing that we do know. Yeah. It was a great story when Rich Strike was out there biting horses and one of the great stretch drives we've seen. It was, in, it was insane. It really was. Okay, coming up next, Michael, we're going to take a look inside the Cincinnati Bengals. Dan Horde is going to join us, and then we're going nice. to run the college football board here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is vSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Express Bet, get $10 free when you sign up for First Bet Express Bet, VSEN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for $10 free, plus you get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. They've got 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The First Bet app is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. Details at vcin.com slash horses. That's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, as we welcome you back, he's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to bring in the voice of the Bengals and the Cincinnati Bearcats, uh, Dan Horde. I'll just say this as we welcome Dan. It's fascinating how the Bengals are being overlooked in the market this year, Michael. Here are the teams that are ahead of them as far as favorites to win a championship. The Ravens, 
the Cowboys, the Broncos, the 49ers. And this is a team, as we say hi to Dan, who had a magical ride last year with not just <laughs> the Bengals, but Cincinnati. How about that? It does feel like, Dan, as we say good morning and thank you, it does feel like the Cincinnati Bengal team is a little under the radar. Well, it certainly feels that way to Bengals fans who have reacted, as you would expect, when they see that Cincinnati is not a common pick to not only not win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl, but not even to make the playoffs, uh, according to many, uh, particularly when you consider that the Bengals addressed their biggest weakness, the offensive line. They hope they fix that. Uh, we'll see once the regular season begins. But I think any honest Bengals fan will also acknowledge they were 10 and 7 in the regular season. Last year, they got hot at the right time. They were one of the healthiest teams in the NFL. And uh, that is certainly something that is subject to regression. So we will see this year. Well, they won a lot of close games and they got the greatest kicker. The, he was on the hottest streak you could possibly be on. But, Dan, I want to ask you one easy question and then maybe a, a challenging one. What's it like to have your likeness on the symptoms? I mean, you know, when you're dancing <laughs> Homer, they modeled it after you. you got to feel pretty good about that, right? It's the only thing that's ever impressed my 16-year-old son, the fact that uh, there was a Dan Horde character on the Dancing Homer episode of The Simpsons. So my friend Ken Levine wrote that episode. Uh, he did the voice. I did not provide my own voice. But it is pretty cool that anytime that comes up on reruns, I will wind up getting a bunch of texts from people saying, hey, I don't know if you know this. But I think they just <laughs> oh. said your name on The Simpsons. And I'm like, yeah, it was about 30 years ago. So I do, in fact, know it. Did you and Mike Brown have a conversation about it? I'm sure Mike Brown watches The Simpsons every week there in Cincinnati. <laughs> but Mike Brown, you know, I, I said on my podcast, uh, Dan, the Jesse Bates holdout might have been the most ridiculous holdout. It, obviously, his agent never understood who Mike Brown is or what Mike Brown represents. But now that Bates is back, how does that defense look? And can they duplicate that ability they had in this after the San Francisco game of not turning the ball over and creating turnovers. I think the defense has looked great in training camp, and that has been without Jesse Bates. As you know, Michael, they drafted uh, to prepare for the likelihood that Jesse Bates will not be back next year after playing on the franchise tag this year. They drafted Dax Hill in the first round, the safety out of Michigan. They drafted a speedy safety, Tyson Anderson, out, to, out of Toledo in the fifth round. So they have started preparing for the likelihood that Jesse is in his uh, final season in a Bengals uniform. And like I said, the defense has had a tremendous camp even while Jesse was not around. So I expect the defense uh, to be excellent this year. They basically have everybody back from uh, that unit that was so good in the postseason last year and even in the Super Bowl. The only legitimate guy they lost was Larry Ogunjobi, and uh, B.J. Hill was the guy that was getting the snaps in the postseason anyway. So I think this defense is going to be really solid. AFC North right now at DraftKings, the Ravens, your favorites, plus 140. The Bengals, plus 170, disrespected. The Browns, plus 380. And Pittsburgh, 10 to 1. Dan Horde, the voice of the Bengals, joins us. Give us a sense of Joe Burrow. You talked about the fortification of the offensive front, but even when he was getting hit, he never complained. There is, There does seem to be something about him as not just a quarterback, but as a person. 
No doubt about it. His offensive linemen love him for the exact reason that you just described. Despite getting sacked 70 times last year, if you figure in 19 times in the postseason, he never got up giving them dirty looks, whining about it, yelling at them on the sideline. He is very, very good in that respect. And it's been an interesting camp for Joe Burrow. He had the appendectomy just before camp began. He only started practicing a little more than a week ago, and he was probably about 15 pounds lighter. He lost a weight, a lot of weight uh, after the appendectomy, but most of it is back on. I'm guessing he's probably gained 10 of the 15 pounds back. He looks like Joe Burrow. I mean, maybe there's a, a tiny bit of velocity that's still coming back on his passes, but I think everybody expects him to be the Joe Burrow that was so great last year by week one against the Steelers. Dan, I call McPherson Mariano Rivera because he closes games out. I mean, 14 for 14 in the playoffs. When you're at practice this year, has he been as unbelievably accurate as he was late in the season last year? Michael, he's been better, believe it or not. Wow. He made a 65-yard field goal on Welcome Back Saturday, the big open practice that they had on that first Saturday in training camp at Paul Brown Stadium, or now Paycor Stadium. I uh, need to get that right. Uh, but he made a 65-yard field goal in front of the fans that day. He made 58 and 56-yard field goals in the Bengals' first preseason game. He just barely missed a 58-yarder last week. So he has uh, not only picked up where he left off, he's taken it up a notch. And I think, along with Justin Tucker, he's one of the two best kickers in the NFL. Dan, we'll say goodbye with this. The season win total for the Bengals is set at 10. Does this feel like an 11-win team to you? The hard thing is the schedule. They've got the first-place schedule. It's brutal. I think because of that, 10 feels about right to me. But I, I guess if I had to make a wager on it, I would probably take the over. But again, the first-place schedule is, is what really makes it difficult to project Cincinnati to uh, exceed 10. Well, here's here's yeah. a, here's but a suggestion. They, nine, nine and a half at BetMGM, Michael. So that number of ten you can still yeah. get. But I I agree with Dan. But I think with Burrow, with the kicker, and the quarterback, you win close games. Well put. Well, that's Not certainly what the, they did in the postseason last year. That's how they got to the Super Bowl, and they're back. Great. Oh, so if the nine and a half. I'm definitely taking the over. <laughs> there we go. There you go. I knew there was, there was a sharp better in that Dan Horde. Okay, he's not just a voice. He's a better. No, just playing. Uh, Dan Horde, the voice of the Bengals and, of course, the Cincinnati Bearcats. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, Dan and Homer. Michael, appreciate thanks for you. having me on. Okay, Thank appreciate you, you guys. Much. Thank you. Every time, every time I've had conversations with play-by-play -play guys, I immediately feel insecure about my voice. Because when he came on immediately, just, you know, there's a presence, there's a timber to their voices that we just don't, I mean, it's incredible. Um, nine no and a half, by the way, I, uh, I want to mention, Michael, nine and a half at BetMGM, if you like the 10 to go over. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think there's always that regression. I think Dan put it out perfectly. What he said was they won a lot of close games. You know, can they continue to stay healthy? That was key for them. They were healthy. And even though their offensive line was a disaster, they kind of managed their way through it. It'll be much better this year in terms of their line, but can they stay healthy? I think the key what he said there for us is betting in a betting network is their defense is going to be as good, if not better. Getting that rush from the outside like they did last year with those two ends, Hendrickson, you know, and, and their ability to put pressure on the passer. Okay. Well, speaking of betting, I left us a couple of minutes to run the board quickly here. Just uh, of note, Nebraska is getting bet by everybody 
and so is the over. However, while we were talking to Dan, we've seen that number come down to 12. Remember, we got up 13, 13 and a half, so maybe some late money and action coming in on Northwestern. Do you have a lean here on Northwestern and Nebraska coming up in about 40 minutes? I think I'm going to take the points. I think it's always hard to gauge these games overseas and playing on a grass, you know, in different circumstances and in a different environment. I think I lean towards taking the points, although I think this Nebraska team uh, can really, you know, they played a lot of close games defensively. They bring so many players back, 10 starters on defense. They should win this game. They should be able to win, you know, be able to beat Northwestern, who's kind of rebuilding their program. But I like the coach Fitzgerald. I'm going to take the points. Okay, I'll take the under in that matchup as it's pushed up to 52.5 off the 50.5 opener. I know everybody's on the over. I'm going under Northwestern Nebraska. Michael, quickly on Charlotte at FAU. Are you going to take the 7.5 with Charlotte? I am. I am. I'm going to take the seven and a half with Charlotte. I like it. I think I think Charlotte's got a chance to. They're going to move the football. They move the ball on everybody. Chris Reynolds, the quarterback's really good. I think Will Healy's a good head coach. I think just a little bit of defense. I like them here. Okay, can't take New Mexico State on the number at 7.5 because it opened 13, so you lost the number. I will say, yeah. while the total has dropped to 48, I still like the under. These two teams are going to run the football in Nevada and New Mexico State. Yeah, I, I do. I think you got the worst of the number. I, I think you got to stay away from it. You know, I know where it's going, but I don't think it always plays into your hand when you do that. I think you got to stay away. There's a time where no bet can be a really good bet. Okay, Michael, enjoy week zero. Remember, you also have eight preseason games week three in the NFL tonight. I know you're fired oh, I'll be, up about those I'll be eight loving games. it today. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> get that big – I'm going to get that – I'll shoot you a picture. Going to get that TV set up outside. We're going to be sitting out there watching games today. <laughs> you do that. I would appreciate it. Thank you to Bond. Thank you to Trask back in Las Vegas. And thank you to Michael Lombardi. And thank you, a special shout to Millie for that steel blue look today. Michael Aww, Lombardi and I will you. be back thank tomorrow you, right here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy your day. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.